0: I greet you with the words of Will Thompson, words he penned uh, somewhere around 1847. He gave the song the title, Softly and Tenderly. Why should we tarry when Jesus is pleading? Pleading for you and for me. Why should we linger and heed not his Moses? Moses, for you and for me. Come home. Come home. Ye who are weary, come home. Honestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling. Calling, O sinner, come home. He's calling us home to him today. Now, he has called many times. And many of us have resisted his call. We look at Proverbs 29 and continue to look at it in just verse 1. The scripture says, he that been often reproved, pay attention to that word, often reproved, hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. The danger of resisting God. We close last morning, by telling you that God who does the reproving, God takes the initiative. God is the one who seeks to bring us to himself. The question was asked, how does God reprove, rebuke, and warn us today, especially in regards to salvation? I said to you, he does it through the life example and pleading of godly parents. He always takes the initiative himself to speak to us. He does it through friends. He does it through a preacher, a pastor, your leader, be it your youth leader or adult leader. How often the preacher preached and God spoke directly to you. God has been pleading with you, maybe regarding salvation, maybe for you to surrender to him. Maybe for full-time service. That's what I shared with you. May I add a little more to that today and say that he does it sometimes by drastic measures. That is, losing a loved one. This often makes a man stop and think you know, here it is that there is someone healthy and wealthy in the family and and all of a sudden, bam, that person dies. It gets our attention. Hmm. He does it sometimes by taking away your treasure. What I say to you now may be kind of simple hard, jokey, but some years ago, I was out of the will of God. I was married, newly, not too long got married. And uh, I ceased going to church because of My own stubbornness, you know, back then we may think we have reasons for so doing. The truth of the matter is we do what we want to do regardless to what others say I do. So I had stopped going to church and we had a, my wife and I, we had a beautiful brown calf. My dad had given me a black cow. She gave birth to a beautiful brown calf, man. Pretty, lovely little calf. And one day we got up and the calf was not well. We called in the vet and they speaking one to another. And before the day was out, that calf was dead. We had carried the calf, dug a hole and put the calf in, and I was driving back home. And I could hear a voice saying to me, the next will be your daughter. And I cried out, no, Lord, no, Lord, you can't do that. He got my attention. He got my attention so well that I found myself back in church and surrendered my life to live for the Lord. Maybe he allowed tragedy to come your way. How he reproves? He speaks sometimes in the form of illness. You know, you're up and you're well and then all of a sudden you hear the bad news that you're not well, you're sick. He allowed these things to come our way. And you know, We are quick to fall on our knees and ask God to to help me and, you know, touch me. But God has allowed this to come our way so he could get our attention. He that is often repulsed. Sometimes, you know, he speaks to business failures. Again, this he spoke to me through when he wanted me to leave home and come to St. Martin and take up the ministry here and serve him. That was not something that I was looking forward to. I thought I was well settled down and we had already decided at age four five that my wife and I, we would retire and we would allow our businesses just to work for us. Yep, he heard us at age four five, I had to leave and come to St. Martin. He got my attention through business failures. He speaks through testings and trials. He allowed things to come our way to test us, to try us. The question is, is God reproving you so that you will realize your need of him? God has gone all the length of the way to bring mankind to him. In spite of our sin, he made every effort to save us. God made every effort. To save us. In Matthew chapter 21 and verse number 37, the Bible says, But last of all, he sent unto them his son, saying, They will reverence my son. In Romans chapter number 5 and verse number 8, but God commended his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God is the one who takes the initiative, who moves towards man. Remember God, God the Son left heaven's glory, came to a sin course ought, lived among us, so that you and I can have everlasting life. Sometimes we may not understand what's going on in my life. Sometimes we even say, I don't understand what the devil is doing in my life. Well. The truth of the matter is, if you are a child of God, the devil can't do anything to you unless he has the permission to do it. And if God allows something in your life, you and I would need to stop and to think of why God is doing this. And you know, as hard as it may seem, God is doing this for our good. It is to get our attention. It is to... It is to show us that up ahead, oh, is not going to be nice. If you're listening to my voice and you're not safe, and there's some things that's going on in your life, maybe it is for God to get you to this point right where you are today, just to listen to this devotion and see your need and stop and cry out to Him, Yes. Sometimes we would want the Lord to remove the thing or the things that he allowed to come in our lives so that he can get our attention. No, it is better that that thing or those things stay there, those happenings continue to happen so he can get our attention, so he can save us. He that is often reproved, hardened his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed without remedy. God don't want us to be destroyed. That's why he is reproving us. He's coming and speaking to us and encouraging us to do what is right. You see, if we refuse to accept Jesus Christ now and go to the place that he has prepared for us, then we would have to go to the place that is prepared for the devil and his angels. So my my advice to you today is don't continue to respond in the negative. The question is, how do we respond to his efforts, his love? How do we respond to his rebuke? How do we respond to his mercy? How do we respond to his compassion? I trust that you and I will respond in the positive way and accept his correction. If you don't know Jesus, I beg you to come to him today. Right where you are, admit that you're a sinner. Oh, cry out to God, he says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Let him save you today before it's too late. Our Father, thank you for the free gift of salvation and thank you for not giving up on us. I thank you, Lord, for reproving us, dear God. And we thank you for those who have not hardened their necks. And for those who have hardened their necks and continue to harden, Lord, may they turn around and repent and trust you before it's too late. Be with your people. Meet every need that they would have. Guide them and direct them. Have mercy. Those who are in pain, be merciful. Those who are in need, meet every need. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all. Hey, thank you so much for being a friend and a partner in ministry by just sharing these devotions with loved ones and friends. Have a great day.